Welcome to the Apartment Visit Secret Podcast. I'm your host, Cornelius Cannon. Man, I am so excited for this actually episode. Why? Well, actually, it's episode number one. Actually, today's my birthday. It's surprising that, right? It's this new new year, new beginnings. And this is actually podcast number one. Now, one has been one for several years now. I mean, I guess we can keep, try, keep trying and starting over and keep starting over. So for you all who are out there who make goals and actually listen to this and um, and keep saying that you keep starting over, keep going, man. It's, 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 it's a time and place for it. So I just want to inspire somebody else because this is my journey and I wish this inspires somebody else. Now, this first podcast, talk about why we actually doing a podcast and why we actually starting this um, process and what what's it about. And the thing is actually is simple that we're trying, I'm trying to document my journey and also also look at other people as they get their journey as well. And one of the things that we're looking at is what I'm looking at is is creating a um a platform where we can rise up together. Cause I think that um a part of the secrets is it kind of came from the concept of I remember when I first started this real estate game, I man, I started when I was like 18 trying to make things happen, but um it really, really came to to light when I was actually in the army, and I, I tried the method of going to get a join the army because I wanted to have a safe and secure job, right? Have um, I, I was my goal was to become an army doctor, a doctor in the army, and and I, I looked for the benefits, the security, and you know had a family and and had the the roadmap trying to go tra- tra- the traditional route. And what happened was it's actually one day during the election. Every four years, you know, we have an election here in the United States. We had an election. And, but this particular year, um, it happened a couple of times in history as well. But the government had a government shutdown. And what happened with a government shutdown is when Republicans or Democrats or the government cannot um, kind of come to agreements on certain topics, they actually say, well, forget it. We'll take a break and we'll shut down. So what happened was they actually shut down. And in that process, being in the Army, I was a federal employee, a fair employee, they say a fair contract, they call it. Um, well, we didn't get paid. So there we are as soldiers. Once again, the, we, actually, we actually, and I say we was at war at that time in, in Afghanistan, Iraqi freedom, and also um, the war on terrorism. Um, we, soldiers, we stopped getting paid. And the question was, when we were getting paid, right? It's not that we stopped getting paid, but it's like um, we had a skill some, some, um, some payments. But, you know, growing up in that environment, we live check by check. You know, you 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 wait for your payment. You wait for your pay, your paycheck, and and that was um and that was really the first fifteen was really the, uh, the holidays for us as soldiers trying to get paid because we were, we had a financial um financial literacy about how to budget money and all that stuff. I mean, just a matter, of, just a nature of the beast. I'm not sure who, who you want to blame for. I guess it's all it all boils down to us. We gotta learn. You know, you don't know what you don't know, but you just gotta learn it as you grow up. And so we, we I wasn't really financial savvy back then, so not having that check and come in was very it was very devastating, and what they told us, um, like, hey, um, just tell your, tell your bill collectors that the money is coming. And you know, as a as a father, as a person, I was still like, what am I gonna do now? Right? What is it gonna do now? Like, what am, what are you gonna do now? And it was that moment where it really kind of hit a moment for me to actually a wake up call. So I tell people, um, I went to my two favorite G's. I went to God, and God sent me to Google. And I typed in um, how to make money, right? And it really, it really kind of, kind of boiled down to how to make money in real estate. Cause I knew that real estate was, was a key, and I, I seen all this stuff out there, and how to make money, and all the real estate stuff started coming up. And I remember like growing up, 
Robert um, reading Rich Dad Poor Dad and a lot of stuff. You know, I I knew people get with them real estate, but the question is how are they doing it? So um so a course kind of came up. Um, Sean Terry, I give him credit. Sean Terry, um well, he had a course called How to How to Wholesale Houses, and I really got involved in wholesaling houses because I thought that hey it was easy for me to get in with no credit. No, at times I had good credit. Um so I really joined the army for it. Um. How to how how to how to make money in real estate with no credit and no money down because I, re- I didn't have a lot of it as well, so um I did a course and one of and one of the things was um basically like the, the ways was um put out banner signs and send letters and so forth and I did I was sending out letters and I I drive to I drive to um at night I was in Louisiana so I was in the heart of Fort Polk Louisiana for all y'all know that. <laughs> home of Fort Polk, Louisiana. So I drive down to um, Baton Rouge and New Orleans trying to put out banner signs. Now, this three and four hour drive because of while I was in, I was in Fort Polk. It wasn't really a place for, they had high appreciation or a lot of, um, so it wasn't really a, a, a investor friendly town. So I just drive to the biggest city around me to try to find um, how to flip these houses. So I went to the biggest city. So I just drive to um, Baton Rouge. About three hours away, about in um in Fort um New Orleans area now and then to put out better sounds on the weekend and when I had time to do to drive back and forth, because uh, I, I had to find a way, and and I listened to um Shantaria podcast going back and forth and really kind of educated me and kind of um opened my eyes to and just the possibility of what can happen and in that process you know um. It couldn't last long because I kept doing it. So, but then, um, so I had a couple phone calls doing letters and so forth. I mean, I did a, a letter campaign. I did letters all over Louisiana, and I remember I was getting phone calls from people with swamp houses, people people houses in the swamp. I mean, a couple times I actually um got a couple phone calls from police officers asked me. It was like, hey, um, hey, Miss 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 Johnson, hey, my, my Cornelius, can I, I want to buy your house? The, the old yellow letter campaign, right? I'm looking to buy your house. I mean, people didn't. It's surprised. It's surprised to see that. So, I mean, I, I'll get a phone calls from police officers asking me who am I, what am I about? And I was like, well, I'm, I'm a real estate, I'm a real estate investor. I'm looking to buy houses. And I mean, one guy, um, one officer told me that I couldn't do that. I had to um, go to a real estate agent. And it just surprised me to see that um, the things that you know now are things that you get pressed at a time. Like, oh, please, I was calling me. What should I do? But I look back now. Um, I look back now and, and laugh because of, you know, things you don't know. People think that's wrong, but I wasn't doing anything wrong. I was just sending a letter asking that kind of came by, came by their house. But um, so that was a, a challenge of trying to do mills and trying to travel and so forth. But um, but then I came across to HUD bidding. It was bigger at the time. I say it because of HUD. Go H U D HUD Home Store dot com. I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen again. The way the economy going. Well, well, HUD Homes they have it out they foreclose homes up. And the procedure was the strategy was that you bid on properties and if you win you have three or four days before you have to send them the earnest money in and the earnest money was um it was five hundred dollars if the property was lower than fifty thousand dollars and it was um a thousand dollars if it was more than fifty thousand dollars so what i used to do is i used to get a property on a contract um tied on a contract then um i used to try to market the market a property go to um so we buy houses like i go google type in we buy houses or um in that city or we buy houses um or sell my house fast in that city and see who actually buy area buy property in the area and i put the address in there um in there um in their in their web form to see who called me back and i i try to do it so fast um before the three days up to see if i get a phone call not granted not everybody calling back so a lot of times deals fell through and three days come up uh, to the um the asset manager and say oh no i don't want the property um um things change so forth so i did a couple times and um so what happened was when i was doing it 
you know, as a wholesaler, you got to put in a lot of, a lot of low ball offers. And I mean, with, with real estate agents, you know, real estate agents get kind of tired, like, dude, I'm not doing this no more. And I'm like, man, forget it. I got to get out of um, my situation. So I say, I'll become a real estate agent. So I took my license so forth to test and so forth and became a real estate agent while I was still in the army, right? On a spare time. So I became a real estate agent and um, I really learned the strategy. So while my strategy was, I learned from Sean Terry was, you bid on all these properties, but the secret was is that you would you would put in zero commission. So that way that you beat out. So that way that your net would be lower than um, all the other people who's bidding because a lot of real estate agents are not willing to give up the commission. So I was willing to give my commission because I know I get a wholesale fee. So I was I would put my commission to zero and and I would have my wholesale fee look like, um, and I would win the bid more because of I'm willing to do it. And and it actually worked, right? Um, so then I'm making the money back in on the sale. I mean, one day, it's funny thing, because on one day, um, one day I was kind of done because it, 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 I was having trouble just kind of trying to find a buyer and sell and so forth. It's just, it's, it's, this process wasn't working. So one day, I remember I, it was a holiday time. I actually left the, left the Georgia to my family was at. And um, I mean, one time, um, I, I, wanted, I wanted this bid in Lafayette, Louisiana. And um, what happened was that it was. The lady called me and said, hey, Courtney, is that um, you won this bid. Do you want it? And I'm like, um, okay, let me talk to my buyer. Let me see what my buyer said. And she looked down. She said, well, Courtney, it says that you are the buyer. <laughs> my company was called Courtney's Prop Solutions. And I was like, oh, okay, well, my, my apologies and so forth. And I was trying to, I was trying to avoid trying to be a big guy. But because I, I was done with that time because it was like a, a failure. Then, um, But then it actually, then she said, no, Courtney, um, she could call me like, hey, you send the money and something like that. I'm like, well, I guess she had come through. So I was actually in Georgia side. I didn't I really wasn't feeling it because I was on um, my little break for uh, holidays. I, I was I was in that, my, my down state. And um, what happened was um, she actually told me to send the money in. So I sent, I sent the money in. So so oh, I didn't send the money in. So what I did is I did my my old strategy. I went to um, people areas and that, people um, websites. I Google in. We buy a house Lafayette. And I went and back then we had Craigslist and so forth. So I went to Craigslist and trying to find people who said we buy houses. And I put it, put the um, property information in there. And when I did that, um, somebody actually called me back this time. He said, hey, I know this property. Um, can I go look at it? Yeah, look at it so forth. And, um, and it was like below 50000 So I said, um, I said, yeah, I like it so far. What do I do next? I said, well, send me $1,000 um, earnest money, right? Let me know you're serious. And he said, um, and he was like, he made a comment. He said, well, can I thought I was making $500 on the first one. So I was like, hey, I was just excited to just get the deal done. And what he did is he told me that, hey, he just met me, so he didn't want to put me, put that whole amount in there. I said, no problem. All I would do, I'll do 500 I said, great, no problem. All it covers the, um, the earnest money a lot in the process. So um, so that was, so he sent the money in, and I was so excited because now it worked, right? Now it, now I got a deal on a contract. I officially got a deal on a contract because he sent the money in to me. I sent it to um, the closing agent, and now we're on contract. So we had a certain amount of time to close. And it was a whole process, but um, but eventually we got to close. I made like two thousand dollars, but once again, it worked. I made the thing and it worked. So at that moment when I worked, I thought that here come financial freedom, let's do it. So I went all in. I started doing wholesaling more and more and more. Then my time came up in the military. In the military, so I said, well, um, well, forget it. I become a real estate agent because it's working for me. So um, so I started doing this. So instead of moving to um, back to Georgia, I had moved to Dallas, Texas, and I wanted to become a small fish in this big pond, and um and see how how, how big I can grow. And I got to Dallas and I started doing more stuff. Started doing wholesaling. Started doing um um fits and flips. Started doing flipping houses. Started um having more rental properties and um and started growing. And I been a real estate agent, so I, I, it was growing. Then then hard money lender, and I was so excited to see that what was going on. And um and 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 one of the things I learned about life is like when 
you know, as being a father sometimes, like I had some sense in one area, well, my marriage started feeling because I wasn't with my marriage. And I started, I, I, I started feeling as being a father because I wasn't with my, uh, my, my, my kids because I kept, I was out being, I was out so much trying to work so much. And it felt like this conundrum. Like when I was working, I feel like I've been with my family. When I'm with my family, I feel like I, I should be working. So it felt like this constant battle of what should I be doing and where I'm at. And um, I guess one of my mentors told me that, Kniz, you need to figure out, you need to create more cash flow, right? You need to create cash flow. Cash flow is what, is, is what truly is. So I said, great. So um, I went and jumped into, I went, went to these seminars and so forth. And this guy was, and we went to, um, my wife actually went to this event. Um, and she actually said, Kniz, it's about apartment investing. No problem at all. First thing said, the money like this, I don't, I don't it's, it's big money. He said, no, they do it something differently. So I jumped. I went to the course, three A course. Um, so went to the three A course. Then at the three A course, they said, um, "Hey, you want to buy?" Went to the three A course, and they asked me to buy the big program. Right at the time, we had the money for big program, but we had I had enough wholesale deals to do the smaller program. Um, it was like a, a book. It's like like, a, it's like a, a box of books, just a box of books. And I remember um, taking that, and I remember taking that um, taking that course home. Um. Well, let me rewind. I remember um taking that course home. Well, let's say let's let's start over. Um. So my wife went to this real estate event, right? This three day event, and I remember um I remember it, the event was it was a great event. And I remember it was like the third day. Um, third day it was great. Everybody was feeling everybody was feeling good. Everybody was clapping hands, and I remember um. I remember sitting there thinking in my head, okay, got you. Um, the speaker might come up. The, the scene was perfect about what might happen next. But I remember on, on the way there, I told my wife, listen, we ain't buying nothing, right? I don't care what he say. Uh, we're going to take all the information that we um, got in the past, and uh, we're going to connect to what we have right now in the future, right? All the boss and books programs we got in the future. And what happened was, as we sit there, he started talking. I said, okay, got you. He started talking. I said, okay, now I see how it works, right? Then he started saying, okay, um... He started showing me examples and so forth. I said, okay, now I see how it, it I see how to, if, I say, okay, if they can do it, I mean, I can do it too. Then the third thing, he said, um, so then he about to tell the price. And I said, hold on, God, before you, I had come to Jesus, I said, hey, God, um, is this for me? Just show me a sign. It's for me, right? Show me a sign. Show me something that um, I know what it would do next. And at that moment, the guy said the price. So you can have all this for this price here. And I looked at it, I said, okay, thank you, God. That's my sign. Because that price is clearly not for me. Right. Um. So then, but and I laughed with a chuckle and I looked at my wife. Right. I remember she was sitting there. Her eyes was filled with tears. She was sitting there crying because she was looking like like because she was so upset. She was she was she was so she was thinking about she was so frustrated and tired of us going to these rough neighborhoods trying to put out knocking on knocking on doors and, and trying to find out trying to find these distressed properties. And she and she, and she was so tired of 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 us grinding and so forth and waiting for this 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 freedom that everybody talk about. So you know, I went outside. I said, hey, "Are you okay?" And she was like, "Um, well, can we do it, right? Like, it's, like, like I say, is this the one?" I'm like, "This, this the one." Do you not see that price? You don't know. This is, is it, this the one. And I said, "Um, I said, well, let me see, let me see what I can do, right?" So I went up and talked to people, and I tried to figure out a payment plan. You know, they didn't have a payment plan. They said, "Well, but we do have this, um, this, this we don't have the, we have the, the gold, we don't have the dime packet, but we also have this gold package of box of books. And what it was like a box of really a box of books and, and, and notebooks. Like I'm not, it's just it's this it's put together thing, but it's okay. I got it. We paid for it, and I got it. And I remember I'm um, going home, and I kind of like just devoured it. I, I kind of went through every page, through every book, every program. I I, I did everything in that. I mean, I went through everything. In that, in, that, in that box And then, um, about apartment investing And it seemed very simple It seemed very simple It seemed as if um, you find a property 
right? Then you underwrite it. Down the debt, what you do is um, raise capital for it. Gotcha. Bam. Game plan. One, two, three. Let's do it. You know, I've been a real estate agent, wholesaler. I'm like, dude, I can find properties, right? I can talk to brokers. I can meet sellers. I can do my campaigns. I know how to find properties. So I, I did that. I was I was out meeting brokers. I was out um, doing direct doing direct mail, um, sending letters to um, to owners. Um, we still work. I don't care what say. It still work. I said mail still work. I make a phone calls and I get probably on a contract, right? Get people saying find good properties. Then we're trying to underwrite, right? So I went to courses. I went through um, went through courses. Went through bought Excel spreadsheets, bought software, trying to figure out how to underwrite. Okay, guys, now now I got to write make make sure the numbers work. Now it was time to raise capital. So now I did went to once again went to meetup groups. Went to meetup groups. Went to meal groups, went to networking meetings, went to um, you know, went to all these um these events, made phone calls, sent out emails, trying to raise capital, saying, Hey, I hey, can you can you, I got a good deal, you wanna raise capital on this deal? Right? And to be honest with you, I feel like I was it's not like a full time job. I mean, it's like where the financial freedom because I feel like three full time jobs are doing all of it. Now, um now I had some success, but I also had some um some interesting some um, some setbacks, if you will. And I had to back out a contract because I, I couldn't do all of them. I couldn't raise capital in time, but it was like it was frustrating. And one day I was sitting in my um in the in, in one of these moments like, dude, what what I do wrong, right? And I seen this guy on Facebook. He was posting about how he just closed another deal of three thousand units. I'm like, this who this guy is, right? It's three thousand units. Um, he said, he said, hey, I just came to just came to this 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 just came to America, barely spoke English, and now we're doing three thousand unit portfolio. I'm like, man, who is this guy? I'm trying to figure out who this guy is. So um, I clicked on his profile. Um, seemed like he was closing another deal like every other month. I'm like, wow, this dude is doing it, right? So let me see what he's doing. So I got on his phone with him. And we had a phone call. And he said something simple. He said, um, so he said, Cornelius, so what do you do? And I was excited, man. Like, like what do I do? You know, I'm a real estate agent, so I'm good at finding properties. Um, I'm good at finding properties. I can talk to a good seller. I have this software, so um, I can underwrite. I can underwrite properties. I can I can I can pull the report because I got this um this this subscription. And right now we on a contract with a 42 unit deal that we're about to um about to close. I'm raising capital for that right now. All right. So you know I'm excited, trying to brag on myself. And he said, huh? He wasn't impressed. I'm like this man. So what do you do? And he looked at me and said, Cornelius, you understand that. Real estate is a team sport. The secret of it is, is that you find something that you like, become good at that, then you partner with other people who are good at what they do. And I was like, one of the moments like them slapping the face like this, like, dude, I knew that. Why am I doing it? Right? So it's like one of my aha moments. So I said, okay, gotcha. He's the capital raiser. He's doing it. I'm going to see my flag in right now. I might be a capital raiser. All I'm doing is being a capital raiser. And I'm raising capital and partnering with other people who got properties to um, partner on. So um, when I did my, I did when I did that and made that decision, I had an opportunity to be a part of a 180 unit deal, I had an opportunity to be a part of a 272 unit deals, and opportunities started coming to me more because of, I focused on one thing and part on other people as well, and that was a, a life changing moment for me. And then I saw I saw I was like wow I, I, I can do this more. So I said well um well how about I create my own community right my own community where people can, can partner with each other and do it where you don't have to pay this expensive price of being part of a, of of, a, of these another coaching program because i didn't want to really another coaching program i'm like well how can i make a community with a true community where we help each other out so that's when the idea came to say well um the department of secrets came like i did i did a virtual summit because i was trying to figure out um i was trying to figure out what other people doing so i i invited other people at a virtual summit department of secrets i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't a guru but i wanted to learn what other what people were doing so i said i created a platform where a summit where other gurus can come to speak my platform speak my audience and um and i just learned from them and so then i guess i got i had a community but like well now 
what next after the event what's next so i started doing a meetup group i said well how about we create a society so i called apartment society was actually well it's actually it's like a meetup group but now it's it's right now it's, so as listen to this it's on a verge of of actually becoming like a paid group i'm trying to add more stuff more resources to help people um help people to get more deals because of i want to focus on raising capital and like we're partnering with people to, to raise to, to do more deals so um so that's what the problem so it's like the problem we're solving so i keep finding more problems so now i'm at a point where i'm doing a podcast right now i'm trying to help more people out and trying to figure out um on their journey and my goal really is to help people to understand like that we need to get more cash flows is the is the is the freedom that we're looking for right how can we get more cash flow now apartments is is more ways to get it but also to open the, the um the opportunity for you to get more cash flow in your own lifestyle so um as we as we journey right now so as we right now we created i create i'm creating um the apartment society which is a group of community where we can part together and learn more about how to be, if you like cap raising become a cap raising if you like Underwriting, become better underwriting. If you like getting properties, with one community, you can do it all and collaborate. We can we can grow together. So that way you can have more time to do the things you love, right? Because real estate is only a vehicle. It's not really the end goal. It's the goal to actually to create more impact in our life. We all have our own particular why. And we all on our own path to, to achieve that why. And, um, but we just need resources to get there. And I think um, apartment investing in real estate is a great vehicle to do so. Um, and, you can, and, and I think that you're doing good. And you make well doing it. So now we have the apartment sh- um, shark pool. It's like a shark tank where people can bring any deals and we can kind of um, use that as an avenue. But um, this is podcast one, um, wrapping up today, um, telling my story more about um, how they come about and who I am. And um, I'd love to hear more about you and as we grow this journey. And here we go. Take care. Bye.